Welcome to the Unmothered Podcast. Join me as we explore all the feelings and confusion surrounding the mother-daughter bond. Laugh with me, cry with me, and learn new ways to cope with what can be a very lonely existence without a mother to rely on. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hi, peeps. Welcome back to another episode. We are back in the saddle. Woo woo. <laughs> I took some time off and now I'm like, okay, episodes, episodes. Dom and I were, we were in the car one day. We were talking about this episode that we're going to do. And she goes, mom, put that in your notes. Cause I was actually talking about a coaching session that I was doing with someone and the topic was so good. And so we've been going around town and we've just been chit-chatting and seeing different things. And then it's like, pull your phone out, put it in your notes. We're doing a podcast. So, so this podcast today is about when being an unmothered becomes so clear. And I will tell you when that is, is when you become a mother yourself. Whew. Yeah. So that was something, there was a conversation being had and I told Dom, oh my gosh, I remember when I, well, first when I had my son Linton, becoming a mom just felt so foreign and so weird to me. And I didn't have a mom around when he uh, fell ill. Um, she was in my life in and out, but uh she wasn't there at the hospital. And I remember feeling so alone. And then when she kind of popped in, when she heard he was getting open heart surgery and things, it just became more about her. She, she made a comment, which, um, I was talking to another client and they were saying, yeah, my mom makes everything all about her. And I was like, oh yeah, we were both sharing these stories of when our children were sick and, our moms, uh, my mom in particular said, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And I'm like, it's not happening to you. It's actually happening to me. You are a part of it. And so that narcissistic side comes out. And so you just, it becomes so clear when you become a mom of the things that you're not receiving from your own mom and the things that you have to pour out as a mother, not knowing if that is good or not, because you don't have a reference for it. So the question becomes, how do we learn about those things? And how do we process those things of which we were not taught growing up? So we're going to dive into this uh, episode if you are on YouTube and you see me shuffling around, it's because I'm standing at a desk because <laughs> I'm not supposed to be sitting that much. 66 and I am, my body is, yeah, it's hurting. So even though everyone goes, you look so great. I'm like, oh, my body feels 66. <laughs> so I'm standing today. So you'll see me, I'm moving around a little bit just to keep my legs like limber. Okay, so when I became a mom, I remember looking in the mirror. So when I when I became a mom with, with Ariel, so I'm going to start with the, the next family. Um, I wasn't able to bring Linton home, unfortunately. And that that's a whole other episode I could go into of that. But um, when I became a mom with Ariel and I brought her home, there was so much confusion because I didn't know what I was supposed to feel. I remember looking in the mirror one day and saying, you're a mom. 
you are a mom. <laughs> what do I do with this? Like, that is so crazy to me. And I don't know what that's supposed to look like, feel like. And I had no mom to call and say, mom, this is so weird. Like, I'm a mom. And talk about all the things that you should be talking and sharing with your mom about. I know when my daughter Ariel calls me with mom problems or issues or just something fun to tell me, she gets to to like talk about those things and we kind of laugh. We I sympathize with her. I, you know, relate to her on some levels. And on some things I'm like, wow, that's really good information. I get to learn from her too. She's such a good mom and but you know, we have that mother-daughter bond that we get to do and and that is so missing if you are a new mom and you don't have a mom to bounce those ideas off of. First of all, I just want to say I'm so sorry. I know that that's a lonely path, but hold on cuz there is more to come. We we have hopefully some good information for you guys and just some just some tending to just to see you. I see you like you're doing great and this is really hard and I know. I had this sense of almost anger because I remember holding my beautiful babies and having so much explosive love for them and at the same time getting pretty angry because I'm I'm like what I'm looking at this child and thinking this is the best thing that's ever happened to me the hardest thing that's ever happened to me but the best thing and how did my mom just ignore that over the years and just not think that I was important anymore right and so those emotions start coming up. So you're in the middle of having this beautiful baby and you're tending and nurturing to this baby. There could be feelings of anger and frustration because you're not getting fed in another area that feeds your soul to say, hey, you're doing a great job. Like, keep going. I'm so proud of you. Let me show you some things if you don't know. Now, I've, I've talked to you guys verbatim. I have a wonderful stepmother-in-law, Diana, that came alongside me when I brought Ariel home and was like, <laughs> she was the gatekeeper. She was like, and that's not the gatekeeper of what the young kids are saying. I'm saying she was an actual gatekeeper of like, she's resting right now. Can you come back later? You know, she took care of the household for me and like made sure everything, made sure I was getting my rest, made sure everything was like holding up. And I often, again, had mixed feelings about that of like, dang, why isn't my mom here doing that for me? My mom was in her own little world, could not be bothered. And I wouldn't have asked her anyway because I couldn't trust her. And that's a pretty sad place to be. And so when you're a new mom and you're needing these things and you're not getting it from your mom, it can create some really big breaks in who you are as a mother. And in the future, you don't want to hold on to those like bitter root thoughts because it can really create like a break in your own family and between your own child and you if you don't recognize what that is and why that is and also finding someone that can help you. We all need the help. That's the bottom line. <laughs> Clue number one, I'm just going to tell you, you have to find your village. You have to be able to let people know, I don't have anyone close by. Can you come, just come with me somewhere. Come with me to do errands. Like sit with me during the day while I'm folding clothes. I just need someone next to me to talk to, maybe just like be with, have a laugh with, 
maybe like have our kids um, be next to each other. If it's a newborn, they're not going to play. Like that's not, they're, they're not in that place. But you could bring the newborns there together and they can lay on the floor and goo at each other and have that moment of peace. And knowing that you're not odd and there's nothing wrong with you, rectifying those feelings in your mind is going to take time. You may never get that kind of loving mom. If your mom is in the process of going through her own healing thing, maybe someday she'll be that mom that you can call and can um, come alongside you and help you in the motherhood realm. But more often than not, we do it by ourselves. And I made the mistake of trying to white knuckle my way through the first, I always say like at least 10 years of motherhood. I was the everything girl. Like I'm going to do it all myself. I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to be everything to all people. And I hit a burnout phase where I was exhausted. I I just, I started like kind of shutting down a little bit. My kids didn't really notice, but I'll ask them now and they're like, yeah, we didn't. I mean, sometimes you were sad. They were like, also, you were going through menopause <laughs> during our preteen and teen years. They were like, yeah, we would just look at you wrong and you'd start crying and run to your room. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's wait till you get there. <laughs> but I think that when you don't have a mom again, couldn't call a mom and say, I'm having these feelings like, what is this? Is this menopause? I don't know. So As you have this baby, you realize motherhood is so big and so important and so encompassing. And it is so lonely if you don't have a mom to call to be able to call up and say, why is this happening? My daughter will call me if one of the kids get a rash or there's some she's all, hey, have you seen this? But she'll also call her friends, some of them, which are nurses. She has a cousin in law that's a nurse, which is great. And so she can reach out and ask other people because she came from a healthy place. She's not afraid to say, I don't know what this is, but can you help me? I think that is clue number two is just don't be afraid to ask the hard questions because you don't have a mom. You think I'm supposed to know all this stuff. And um, my mom would have told me all this stuff, but I don't know it. So I'm just going to I'm going to figure it out. Like, don't just Google your way through motherhood. You can Google some things, but some things you need to ask other moms that have gone through it. So find moms that have a little bit older children than you that maybe have gone through the same kind of things that you've gone through. Your emotions are all over the place right now. You are feeling great love for this child and great anger that you did not have a mom that could comfort and come alongside you and share this beautiful, beautiful moment. I can't tell you how many times like there have been these like really beautiful big moments in our lives with our children, just in my lifetime of different big events, weddings, like anniversaries. And every single time I'm looking around the room and I have a room full of people that I love more than anything. And then I think, man, sure would have been nice if my mom could have been here. And this is when she was alive. <laughs> but the reality was, is that she would, she's not capable. She wouldn't, she would have created chaos if I had invited her. So when you're holding this baby, you realize like, why Why is it that she has to create all this chaos? I can't answer that question for you because your journey is different than mine. I can only tell you that there was just some unhealthy things in my mom's life 
that created this split that she was only capable of loving a little bit. And then it just wasn't anymore. There were a few times we invited her to birthday parties. She sat there begrudgingly. She wanted to be happy. I just don't think she knew how. And then my dad would walk in and she would get so upset. And I'm like, it has been 30, 40 years since you guys have been divorced. And she was still could not be in the same room with him. So she would leave. I Take me home. I don't want to be around. And I'm like, great, because I'm not splitting up my birthday party. I'm not going to have two birthday parties to appease you guys. So it's those kind of things. As you become a mom, you have to like walk through these different things because you have these crazy parents <laughs> and you're not able to really have them in the same room together. They're just not capable. But I told them, you're both grownups, figure it out. And if you don't want to be around each other, then don't. But this is the day the party is. This is what's going to happen. Figure it out. And they did. They hung out for like not even a half hour. And then it was like, gotta go. One of them would leave. And I'm like, great. One of you leave then. Because we can't change the trajectory of where our family is going. I'm not going to appease to all of the toxic people around them to make you guys happy. This is about my daughter's day. And so... I think that, you know, we all have this idea of what we want a mom to look like, what we see other people having in a mom. We become a mother and then we it's almost doubly. I got ripped off and that can be really hurtful. So I am just here to tell you that it can be a really lonely place when you are a mom without a mom. You recognize really, truly how much you have been unmothered. But you can also move forward with that in a way of knowing that you are the chain breaker. You are the one that is going to change the trajectory of this family. You are the one that's going to set up new boundaries, new loving places. You're going to set up hope. You're going to set up love. You're going to have God in the in the forefront of all of this, like protecting this family, loving this family and guiding you to a different place of which you came. So I will never know why my mom decided to check out of her motherhood. And I will never really have answers for that. I only have memories. I have a suspicion of why she was the way she was. And I think mental health had a lot to do with it. There was some big fractures and traumas in her life that she never got healed. But what I can do is not repeat that in my own family. And that's what I pray for you guys too is Look in the mirror, tell yourself, I am a mom and I'm going to be a different kind of mom and I'm going to protect this child at all costs. That is your job. It's not our job to try to figure out all of the things that have happened in the past. We can walk through them. We can talk about them. We can grieve them, but it's not our job to try to fix it and change it ourselves. The change has to come from them. It doesn't come from you. Your change is your own change. And then your mom or your dad's change is up to them. And so please remember that when you walk through your motherhood is that every decision you're making right now is uh, further into this beautiful realm with your family and your child. And that's the most important place to be. So I would recommend, obviously, (laughs) therapy if you are struggling 
Now you're a new mom. You may have some postpartum on top of this whole heavy thing of like, where the heck is my mother? You are going to need to talk to someone about that. And that has to be a professional. A friend can't hold that for you alone. It's very heavy. So make sure you're getting some help for that. And also talk to a doctor if you do feel like you have some postpartum. This only exasperates all the things um, that you have gone through previously through any kind of trauma or abuse. Motherhood will pull that out in a big way. So you need to be careful not to isolate. Talk to other people. Reach out. Reach out to friends, but get your professional advice from somebody who is experienced in this. And surround yourself with a tribe of women and their babies to be with other community because this is a thing that we do is we tend to isolate a little bit when we're in this unmothered state we just think like I'm going to do it myself I don't need anybody it's what we've been told and so then we start doing the same thing don't do that create your village you're going to need them and then write out the things that are bothering you and that you wished you had gotten from your own mom. I think that's really important to name those things that are the things that are on your mind, the things that are really keeping you awake at night. Write those out and get those out. And those, again, are something that you can talk to your therapist about. And then lastly is get good sleep. Really try to get some good sleep wherever you can. If it's for an hour during the day, if somebody can come and help you sleep for an hour or two, do that. If you're not getting good sleep at night, the baby's up every hour. I know that's been happening in my daughter's household with that third baby. She's like, that kid is hungry every hour. And now my body's waking up even when he's sleeping longer. And so she said, I just have told myself, I don't think I'm going to get good sleep for a year. (laughs) And and I'm like, and even then, (laughs) because mom's like, do we ever sleep until the kids leave the house? And even when they leave the house, you're like, are they okay? So yeah, motherhood is a lifelong thing. We never stop worrying about our babies and you will not stop worrying or check out with your babies because you're a good mom. So until next time, peeps, take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to get connected with other women who share your unmothered heart, head on over to my private Unmothered Facebook community group. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for this podcast to help me share this message with other listeners. All the links mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Bye, peeps.